Hello, I am Tony Silvera and I welcome you to my evening devotional. This week we've been uh, talking about God's secret agents. Angels. Angels are sent uh, by God and they interact uh, in our world with us. We've seen how uh, the vast majority of people believe in angels, even if sometimes they do not follow a particular creed or a religion, they will believe in angelical beings. Uh, and uh, tonight, I would like to talk about the subject of praying to angels. What we know historically is that among Christians, uh, Roman Catholic uh, Christians uh, believe in praying to angels, and there are multiple uh, prayers, uh, written prayers that people do to different types of angels, and traditional evangelical and Protestant uh, Christians do not pray to angels. So, should you pray to, to the angels? Let's uh, uh, see this together, and our scripture for tonight is in 1 Timothy 2.5, where it says, For there is one God, one mediator also between God and humanity, himself, man, Christ Jesus. So Christ Jesus is appointed in Scripture as the mediator, one mediator between God and man. What is a mediator? You heard it. It's someone that is in the middle, is in between. So we know that Jesus Christ is fully God, but he was born in our form, in the form of a human being. And as a man, he resurrected and he didn't lose his mankind in heaven. So Jesus Christ represents mankind before God. Angels are another kind, are another type of beings. And uh, even though they were also created by God, they are in a whole different category. So should we pray to angels? As we have seen, the Bible assigns one mediator. One reason why praying to angels is wrong from a biblical perspective is because Christ himself never prayed to angels. And he always had the teaching of praying uh, to the Father. Also in Scripture we don't really find any examples of people praying to angels except in the Apocrypha. And the Apocrypha are included in the Roman Catholic Bible. This is the reason why among Christianity there is this difference, this discrepancy. We know that when God used an angel to reveal the Apostle John what was going to happen in the future, John's reaction was to fall down. And as he fell down, he kneeled. Uh, the angel immediately rebuked him. In Revelation 22, 9, it says, But he said to me, Do not do it. I'm a fellow servant with you and with your brothers, the prophets. Worship God. So very clearly, this angel rebuked John because he was kneeling before him. 
And uh, it's sometimes also hard to identify in the Bible when it says the angel of the Lord, like the angel, uh, sometimes it's attributed this uh, appearance uh, of this angel to God himself. It's what it's called in theology a theophany. It's an apparition. It's God revealing himself in the form of a messenger, in the form of an angel. What I found through the years is that some believers pray to angels and some don't. They think that angels are our best friends and they want to help us, but they can't or they will not because we do not ask them. So some people go to the extent of praying to angels. In certain charismatic circles, there's even people that command angels. They, they give orders uh, to, uh, to the angels. Now, we know from uh, the book of Psalms, Psalm 91, verse 11, it says, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. So God himself charges the angels. Whether you have the authority or not to uh, command angels is up to discussion. I had the occasions in my life that in my despair, I asked God to dispatch angels and I tried to communicate with angels. And it's okay to speak to angels. We see that from scripture. Uh, there are several times in which angels speak to man and woman and you know what? The people that they talk to often respond. And let me give you a few examples from Scripture. When Gabriel meets Mary to announce the incarnation, she asks him how it could happen given her virginity. And there's a dialogue. This is in Luke chapter 1, verse 34. Also, both Abraham and Jacob are depicted as speaking with angels in Genesis 22 and 31. Also, in the same uh, book, Balaam, a prophet, he spoke with an angel. Samson's father in Judges 13 and many others. And both the prophet Zechariah in Zechariah 1 and the apostle John in the book of Revelation are presented as having extended conversations with angels. So from a biblical perspective, these conversations occur. What we cannot find is petition to angels in the form of a prayer, as some uh, Roman Catholic uh, people do. We know in Genesis 22:11, when Abraham had the encounter with the angel, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, and he said, here am I. So, of course, we should talk to angels when they talk to us. We should also identify if they're real angels, if they're angels from God's army, or if they are deceivers. They can be demonic angels or demonic forces. Demons are fallen angels. And the, the devil comes to uh, rob, to kill, to destroy, and he's the deceiver. He's the liar. So the devil himself 
can show up as an angel of light. This is described also in the New Testament. Now, there is not a specific verse in Scripture that says you should not pray to angels. However, when asked by his disciples to teach them how to pray, Jesus instructed them, this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, this is in Matthew 6 and Luke 11. So if praying to angels was important or advised, Jesus will have teaching on the subject. But he never gave any teaching on the subject of praying to angels or he himself uh, was seen praying to angels, at least from what we know from the Gospels and from everything that is registered uh, in the Bible about Jesus Christ. Whether he had conversations with uh, angels, uh, we do not uh, see it. We see him being comforted by an angel, which implies a certain form of communication. So communication with angels, it's okay, it's uh, correct, but the praying to angels it's not something that we see as a principle in Scripture. In fact, let's read this warning of Paul in the book of Colossians, chapter 2, verse 18. Let no one keep defrauding you of your prize by delighting in self-abasement and the worship of the angels, taking his stand on visions he has seen inflated without cause by his fleshy mind. So here's a description of uh, what uh, we can observe even today in many charismatic Pentecostal circles. People that claim to uh, have visions or to have uh, uh, went to heaven and returned, to have seen the glory of God, to have a conversation with the uh, uh, dead uh, saints of the Bible, so people will depict themselves in this situation to obtain validation for what they say. And uh, Paul says, let no one keep defrauding you of your prize. So these uh, visions that can be inflated, as he says, inflated without cause by his fleshy mind, it's not that people do this uh, with a bad intent, but their fleshy mind or the mind of the flesh causes them to inflate things and to even cause the worship or the worshiping of uh, angels. Paul says clearly, do not let people rob you of the prize. So you can be robbed of your position in Christ by following false doctrines and false teachers. And let me conclude this thought by telling you that it doesn't matter how well-intentioned or nuanced the defense showing acts of worship such as prayer to angels may be, under no circumstances we are to worship anyone else but God. Worship God. Your worship uh, should be primarily directed to the Father in the name of Jesus. So you worship God. But I know that sometimes in our desperation, we may do prayers that are doctrinally wrong. You know that God 
will answer any prayer that comes from a sincere, from a righteous heart. So even if your prayer is wrong theologically, God may answer. Listen, even if in your desperation you pray to angels and God answered, that's not the validation to keep doing it. Because, let me tell you, the first commandment of the Ten Commandments, it's here, O Israel, there is only one God. And uh, sometimes Christians are even uh, attacked and confronted in their beliefs because uh, we pray to God, we pray to Jesus, we pray to the Holy Spirit, we pray to angels, we pray to Mary, we pray to dead uh, saints. <laughs> and again, this is where other monotheistic religions like the Islamic Muslim religion will say that Christians have multiple gods. No, we have one God. One God that was manifested to mankind through his love and his love was manifested in the person of Jesus Christ, his son, the same God. He himself said, me and the Father, I and the Father, we are one. Whatever I speak, I speak the words of the Father. So Jesus always had uh, the, his focus and his teaching in uh, one single God, one God. And without causing any confusion, he never prayed to angels. So if you pray to angels, I'm not saying that you are wrong, but make sure you only worship God. If you want to follow what Scripture says and do what the Bible says, which I believe it's the truth, it's the, it's the Word of God, then there's one mediator between us and God. That is Jesus Christ. So we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, and we are led by the Holy Spirit in everything we do. We have one God, and we thank God for the ministry of angels. I thank God because in the past, he has sent angels to protect me, to keep me, to keep me alive. And I pray to God that uh, he will continue to bless me, my family, my friends, my church. And I trust that he will send his angels. In my desperation, yes, in the past, I've commanded angels. I did all things that are maybe, maybe wrong from a doctrinal or theological perspective. And if you did so, you don't need to repent, but you need to do something. Focus in God. Worship God. Pray to God. And God will dispatch his angels to help you. I want to conclude with a word of prayer. I want to pray that God will send his angels to protect you and to guide your life in the situation you're in. So God, I pray for my friends watching this uh, evening devotional. And I thank you because you send angels to protect us, sometimes to guide us. Sometimes they have conversations with us. And God, I pray that you'll manifest your power and your presence to my friends here on this social network. In Jesus' name, amen. It's been such a pleasure to be with you here every night, every weekday at 9 p.m. I'll return tomorrow where we're going to continue to talk about 
God's secret agents. Good night.